Pure Dog Talk is the voice of purebred dogs. We talk to the legends of the sport and give you the tips and tools to create an awesome life with your purebred dog. From showing to preservation breeding, from competitive obedience to field work, from agility to therapy dogs, and all the fun in between, your passion is our purpose. Welcome to Pure Dog Talk. I am your host, Laura Reeves, and I've got a really interesting topic, you guys, and this is something that listeners have talked about in the past and people have asked me about, and we've kind of touched on it gently in a few different occasions. But my guest today is Veronica Wolf from Best in Show Clothes here in sort of the Northwest region. And she had talked to me about some ideas. So we're going to make this kind of a little bit of a thing, you know, every month or two, we're going to come on and talk a little bit about how we dress at the dog show, how we dress for success at the dog show, all kinds of different topics that I think are of huge interest to our audience and will be life-changing, particularly some of the topic that we're talking about today, which is shoes. So (laughs) I tell people all the time, Veronica, I spent, when I was handling dogs, I would buy my outfits at Goodwill and my shoes I would spend two and $300 on because they were so incredibly important. Pure Dog Talk is proudly sponsored by Trupanion, medical insurance for the life of your pet. This year, give your buyers the gift of peace of mind with a special go-home day offer from Trupanion. This offer provides puppies with immediate coverage so they're protected should they get into mischief in their new homes. Trupanion covers pets against unexpected accidents and illnesses with no payout limits, helping ease the financial burden when a pet gets sick or injured. Even better, Trupanion is able to pay the veterinarian directly at the time of checkout, which means less out-of-pocket for your buyers. You can get this special offer for your buyers as part of the Breeder Support Program. It's completely free to join and available for breeders in the U.S., Canada, and Australia. Getting started is quick and easy. Just follow the link on my partner page at puredogtalk.com to get started. So welcome. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's exciting to be here. It's very cool. And it's a great idea. And I really give you a lot of credit for pushing it forward after we talked about it. So today we thought we would talk about foundations. So shoes being one of those foundations and also foundation garments for women. So this can be a little bit of a touchy subject. So hop to it and tell us a little bit about how you got involved in this business and in dogs in general? Yes. So I have a junior handler in my family, Sarah. And when she was about nine, she started asking for a show dog, which was funny because we weren't actively involved at all at that time. Previously, my husband and his first wife had shown and bred Tibetan Mastiffs in the 90s. She passed away from cancer, sadly. And my husband and I married and just started having children. He didn't continue it. So When she was about 11, someone that we knew was showing dogs, Missy Tiffany, invited us to a little puppy match in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and we went and we just asked everybody, how would a junior get started? How would a junior get started? And so she ran into a generous, nice lady, Linda Baker with Avon Pinchers, and she said, stay around after the show and let her handle the dog. And 
Long story short, she ended up mentoring her for about two years, gave her her first show dog, Diesel Power Monkey, little Affin Pincher, and she started in the spring of 2018. And during that year, one of my friends said to me, well, you know, you're going to shows anyways. You should find something to sell. So I started looking at the shows and paying attention and seeing what vendors were there and were not there. And at the same time, my little 11-year-old was growing like a weed. And like every quarter, I was getting new show clothes. Been there, and there was, yeah, yeah. No way I was buying this little girl who was getting down the ground with the dogs and loving and playing with them a $300 suit. So I was buying everything, you know, used, gently used. And while I was looking, I was seeing other sizes and other clothes. So having not seen any used clothing vendors at dog shows and putting this together, it was like an epiphany. Maybe this is what I should do. So we started in May of 2019 at our first show with Spokane Coeur d'Alene here in Spokane, Washington. And the rest, as they say, is history. And then just last month, we opened our online store for the first time. We'd been 100% vendor-based prior to that. So, Oh, my yeah. gosh. I didn't even know you had an online store. You're going to have to send me the link so that we can include that and people can tap that resource as well. Be happy to do that. So Excellent. So talk to us, Veronica. Talk to us about, I think let's start with you, because for me, they literally are the difference between life and death and all of the and back and knee problems that I have that could have been avoided had I spent $200 on a pair of shoes sooner than I did. Right. And I preface this with, I don't even sell shoes, but I am as equally passionate as you are. In my early mid twenties, I had a issue with my foot. I felt like I was walking in a hard pee and I ended up finding a podiatrist that had a shoe store of all things. And I asked him why he had a shoe store, and he said he could fix 90% of all foot, knee, and hip problems with the right shoes. And then I asked, well, why do podiatrists suggest surgery so often? And he literally said, because podiatrists need to eat too. I was like, okay. Full disclosure, right? (laughs) Full disclosure, right. So he put me in a good pair of shoes, and he goes, never walk barefoot again, maybe except for the beach. And it has been life-changing. So I'm like you. I will go and get a good pair of shoes. And then I snoop and find them on sale or used. Or But I've become passionate about good shoes. And I've been known, a couple handlers can attest to this, of grabbing people and going, you need to get out of those shoes because you will have hip and knee and back problems before you're 35 if you don't. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Shoes it's for So talk to us about what that means to you. I think about it as the construction of the shoe, the arch support, the fit. So talk to us about what you think about with that. So if you can find a small shoe store in your area that actually has a fit specialist and they have a fancy name for it, and they do still exist, I would go to one. I would run Mm -hmm. to one. Mm -hmm. But you also need to know a little bit about your own foot issues, like do you roll in? That's called pronating. Do you roll out? There are different things. You have high arches, low arches, and there are running stores now that you can go in and put your feet on things and it will show you, you know, your arch. You know, I've done some classes online and there was a class with a shoe specialist and a couple things that you want. You know, this is a typical looking but shoe. you even have dog. a shoe. I'm so proud. Isn't this awesome? So, What you want is you do want some cushioning. We're in concrete all day. I'm not running circles, but I'm standing in a booth. You know, we're in concrete all day. People are running all day. 
you need something with some good cushion. You want to look for a non-slip. Some of the stores online now actually say non-slip. If you need an arch, you need a good arch. I would even recommend sometimes the shoes will have the insole come out, insole come out. Mm-hmm. Arch supports. You can get them for $40, $50 at running stores. I've seen them in sections sometimes at like TJ Maxx and Ross. And the over-the-counter ones, I've been told by a shoe specialist, are as good as the custom $400 podiatrist ones. Really? So okay. you're going to have to experiment and determine if that works for you or not. But this is a pair of BZs. This is a shoe I wear. I like this. You want the arch. I like the stretch because I have a wide toe box. Mm-hmm. But you also, if you pronate in, this part of the shoe is called the canter right around here. Okay. If you pronate in, you want a shoe with a firm canter. And most of it's those shoes are going to be a little. Is that the idea? Okay. That plus an arch support prevents you from rolling in. Mm-hmm. And so... Unfortunately, these shoes and the Skecher type shoes generally don't have a firm canter, but they're comfortable in so many other ways. So if you don't pronate in or you're not running around like me, you might like something like that. Some of the brands that will have that firm canter are generally a leather shoe. So like you can find those with like Clark's and Abeo has some. I live in Clark's. I swear by Clark's, Merrill's, sometimes Easy Spirit. But Clark's are my ride or die. And a really great shoe, a shoe that has a really great arch support is Vionics, V-I-O-N-I-C-S. And Abeos have different levels of inserts. So you can get a shoe and they'll have different options of inserts. The walking company used to have stores, brick and mortar. They don't anymore, but they're still online. Mm -hmm. And then also your Birkenstock stores often have a greater variety of just Birks. So you might want to check them out because they usually have good quality shoes. I'd look for European shoes. Mm Naot, N-A-O-T-S. They have some really good leather shoes also. These are the ones I tackle people over and try to take them off their feet. (laughs) Okay. So another brand for people, Hotter, H-O-T-T-E-R. I've had great success with them. They're in England, but they're really reasonably priced and they ship no problem and it works out fine. And I think part of the struggle, and I've had this conversation with many friends over the years who are much girlier and more focused on it has to be pretty than it has to be comfortable, is it has to be pretty. Well, I have to be pretty. Well, that's great. You can be pretty in a wheelchair. I mean, you know, that's great. Yeah, yes. yes. Well, you know, as one female judge I talk to because I'll talk to judges and ask them questions about clothing and what's acceptable because I hear all kinds of things in my booth. And, you know, and as one said, I'm not looking at that end of the lead, you know, so you got to remember they're there looking at the dog and there's so many, I mean, I think this is a pretty nice looking shoe and it's got a little sparkly band without overdoing it. So there are pretty, er, they're getting better. They're looking nicer. They're not looking like your grandma's shoes anymore. The other thing I forgot to mention I think is important in a comfortable shoe is these kind of shoes can go flying off your feet. (laughs) Has happened to me. In fact, I have stories on the podcast about my shoe flying across the ring as I'm running around leading the group. It was amazing. Yeah, and everybody behind you is going, oh. Oh, no, no. I just kept running. And so the story goes, I'm wearing one of those, not quite ballet flats, but real low cut toe and all of that. Leading the group, running around. This is before when I was still young and invincible in my own mind. 
and I had to yep. keep running with one shoe on and one shoe off. And we go all the way around the ring and everybody comes trailing in. And the last dog in was the clumber spaniel that was being handled by my friend Carlos Puig. And Carlos ran to the center of the ring, picked the shoe up, waved it over his head and said, Cinderella, Cinderella. No. Yes. And so no. I ran out to the center of the ring, curtsied, ran back and stacked my dog. Dana Klein was judging. We were in Minnesota. It is emblazoned on my brain. Oh my gosh. So it wasn't enough that you lost it. You had to announce it to the whole world. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact that yeah, I had so, one bare foot might have been an announcement. But, you know, might have been. Maybe. Maybe. Right. But it could have been more subtle. Oh. So to prevent that, something with a really high, see how high this comes up versus mm -hmm. this one? Mm -hmm. This one just yeah. stops right there. Or yeah. a Mary Jane. If they have the little strap mm -hmm. across the top. Mary Janes are great. They're not coming off your feet unless that strap breaks. Mm -hmm. So you can do an internet search for Mary Janes. Some of the stores we've mentioned. Some general stores just to go and like compare and look. DSW is great. Zappos online. Zappos is amazing. I love yes. Zappos. I've gotten several really great shoes off of Zappos. Yep. When you find the shoe you love, you just wait till it goes on sale and to save yourself some money. Nordstrom Rack. I've got these easies. Nordstrom Rack. About Nordstrom Rack. We don't have one down here. It makes me cry. Yeah. <laughs> the sorrows of living in the country. But those are general good places to look. And if you need to be in tennis shoes, places like Sketchers and some of the other ones are making solid colored, nicer looking tennis shoes. Yeah. I would just say find something that coordinates with your outfit. Obviously, you don't want the shoe to be a distraction. So you have options now and mm -hmm. there's no excuse for this. I will tackle you. So <laughs> watch out. Mama bear's coming to get you girls. Uh <laughs> and that's what I said. This is mom speaking now. This is your mom. <laughs> totally so. true. Hang tight, guys. Got a little bit of information for you. We'll be right back to the podcast in a minute. All right, crew. I hear from folks pretty much daily asking for a specific topic or for a series of podcasts on a topic. So ask and you shall receive. <laughs> I've done all the hard work. I've sorted, searched, and compiled eight different albums from the archives on our most popular topics. And when I say there's a podcast for that, I ain't just a woofin. Getting yours today is super simple. Just jump on puredogtalk.com backslash store and click the PDT albums image. And when you're in there, you're going to find a collection of Veterinary Voices, you're going to find a collection for breeding and whelping hands-on. You'll find Pure Dog Talk University on dog breeding. Love the breeds. Up your game. Owner handlers, the interviews, events and sports. There is so much there. And once you're in those links, you'll be able to read the details of the topic. For a special introductory price of a buck ninety-nine, you get a link to dozens, up to more than a hundred episodes on these specific topics. And while you're there, if you or a friend or family member are just getting started, 
even just starting a search for your first well-bred purebred dog, you can also check out Auntie Laura's Beginner's Guide to Show Dogs at puredogtalk.com backslash book to get the foundational Pure Dog Talk episodes with bonus tracks. So hop on it, y'all. These special prices will not last. So talk a little bit about guys, because I think that we tend to forget that there are boys and men that show dogs. (laughs) And I know I had a former handling partner that I worked with that showed in golf cleats outside. And I thought that was just like the most dangerous thing on the planet. (laughs) But he didn't slip and fall. He didn't slip and fall. Didn't slip and Uh, fall, but I'm pretty sure he tore that knee a couple times. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that, particularly running in circles. Ouch. You know, it almost seems like there's more options for guys. And you've got this balance, right? So you can get a nice leather shoe for an indoor show, but you're going to ruin that leather shoe at 8 a.m. in the morning when there's dew and there's stuff outside. So you've got some nicer looking skater shoes. But the problem with those is there's generally very little arch support. Right. Again, same thing for the guys. You're looking for a nice sole, you know, preferably some like a dockers almost, right? Like that kind yes. of a, you know, yes. look and feel, particularly okay. for an outside. And then yes. the other one I wanted to touch on really quick, both from the support and structure piece and also from the fashion piece, boots. Everybody's got a thing about boots. We're coming into winter. Boots kind of come and go. Talk to us because I happen to have a pair of boots. They're Cabela's, actually. They're not Clark's. This particular pair is Cabela's. And they are the most comfortable thing I own. And I can move in them, stand in them, run in them all day. So talk about that. I have a number of clients who do not like the way their calves look. And they'll be in boots even in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And I get that. You know, I think they look quite attractive if you're wearing a skirt and a blazer or maybe if you want a denim skirt, the boots. I would just say try and keep a nice line between them. So you have a skirt, then you've got a gap and you've got your jeans. Well, if your skirt's black and your boots are black, I don't want to see white knees. Good tip. Good one. Yes. Maybe a black hose or some hose, a tight that make that transition seamless. So it's not like this distracting line there, mm-hmm. but you've got some really comfortable boots out there that will have that arch support, or it's easy to insert one mm-hmm. in it. A cute little vest with a turtleneck and a skirt, particularly for like Tri-Cities in the fall when it can be snowing practically outside. Uh, Monroe, that's where I learned how to wear boots. <laughs> with the yeah. Island Kennel Club in Monroe in November, where with I will be in, in boots, I promise you. <laughs> yep. And the great thing about boots, too, is some of those waterproof ones look like nice black leather boots. And so you're going to love it when you're taking your sporting dog out at 8 a.m. in the morning on the grass to have a waterproof shoe. It's That's why I love my boots. Okay, good. So we covered boots, shoes, men's shoes. I think that's a good, solid foundation. Only thing I would add to it, flip-flops should be banned from the earth. (laughs) Ask me how I know. I've heard stories. You're not the only one. <laughs> so that's one. Flip-flops should be banned from the earth. And pro tip from a handler perspective, have more than one pair of shoe for each day. Yes. Change yeah. shoes because even if it's just changing the angle of your heel by this much, 
It makes an enormous difference. Pat Rogers is the one who taught me that a million years ago as a handler. Change your shoes at lunch and it makes all the difference in the world. That's a great tip I had not heard. We always bring extras just in case we get wet change or your something. Shoes every single day, change your shoes at lunch. Makes a world of difference. And you don't have to have it be a drastic change. You know, don't go from crocodile to plaid, right? <laughs> but just, you know, you've got two pairs of black shoes. Put on a different pair of black shoes in the afternoon. Yeah. And don't let your shoes get run down. If you yeah. are a handler or an exhibitor that's going out every weekend, six months max, you need to toss those shoes. Or I am the worst at that. I will tell you, I am still wearing around the house shoes that I handled in and I retired five years ago. So I am the worst because I'm so cheap and I spent $200 on those shoes and by God, I'm going to get every penny out of them. Right. Well, and as long as you're not running around them for 10 hours, that's fine. I'm not doing that anymore. But even judging, it's the same. And I have this one particular pair of Clark's that I finally, finally, finally found something I could replace them with because I couldn't find anything else that was as comfortable. Mm. So shoes, that's really important. Oh, and if you have casual shoes to wear around the setup, which I also recommend, it's part of that changing your shoe thing, don't forget to take them off. If you show up at the ring in your Crocs, you're going to be really sad. (laughs) That's why I thought you were going with the flip-flops because I've heard stories of going in with their Crocs or flip-flops or slippers. I mean, all the stories. <laughs> no, flip-flops to me are actually a liability. They're dangerous. I know very dear friend of mine that Brooke Rake wore a pair of flip-flops. Um, kids that were in my setup were not allowed to wear flip-flops in the setup. One dog mm. steps on that flip-flop, you biff it, the dog takes off. No, flip-flops are against the law. So just FYI. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a good point. Yeah. And no heels. Never, if you're new to the dog show ring, please don't come in, even with your Yorkie and a big heel. It's just, it tends to clunk and scare the dogs and all the other things. I know pretty is important, but there are pretty flats. Yeah, even like a dance go heel, mm-hmm. it's just too easy to turn in those. Yep. And that's only and, like an inch and a half, maybe two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have terrible ankles from just even in flat shoes, rolling them in the mole holes around the universe. So yeah, flat shoes. Yeah. Okay, so that's the foundation of our feet, which is the foundation of everything. And our next conversation, which is going to be a little dicier, we're going to talk about foundation garments. What do we wear underneath our clothes? Yes. Folks and friends. So obviously there's different conversations for guys and gals. So I'm going to focus on what I sell, which is to women. But a good bra is everything. I mean, it's everything. And I know I have two of my old favorites that I still like to wear because they're super comfortable, yada, 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 you know, but you need a good bra. And unless you're 17 and a 32B, you're not going to find it at that VS store. You know, you're just not going to find it there. And most department stores don't have the variety, which is so frustrating. As someone who has had to get undergarments at boutiques since I was Mm -hmm. 20, because I was just an odd size, Mm -hmm. I am sympathetic. So a good bra, you feel more confident. It helps with your posture. If you have a poor fitting bra, it can actually do damage to your back and your chest, and it can bother your neck. So it gives you confidence. It's better for your health. Better posture means you breathe better. You're not always constantly digging in your under your to pull the straps up. Drives me crazy. Yes, yes. And so if you don't know 
and likely, I would say probably a very high percentage, somewhere between 50% or higher, gals are not wearing the right size bra just because we've never been taught how to measure how to wear the right size bra. Some of the nice online stores, like one I really like and have been shopping with for years is Her Room. Another one's Adore Me. Nordstrom's is pretty good about this. Well, have a guide right online how to properly measure yourself because you've got the rib cage measurement and you have around the apex of the breast measurement. And those are two different things. Mm -hmm. And so you need to get the right size. If you want someone else to do it, a lot of towns, even our little town, has a boutique that specializes in like bridal wear and that sort of thing, but they have a nice bra section and they will fit you there. They will tell you your measurements, fit you, go to one of the boutiques, buy your first bra there, support local and small, and then go online and find it at a dormy or her room. Again, find it on sale. But once you find one, get it in four colors. Because <laughs> if you find one you love, you know, just get it. And depending on your size, these places have every kind of, it's like 40 different filters. Right. Everybody's got a thing. I finally, after years and years and years of object aggravation at slipping bra straps, I went to a straight sports bra and it's all I wear yep. anymore. And yep. it's comfortable, it's easy, and I don't have to screw with it. <laughs> you don't have to get one at Costco. I mean, they have them there. And if you can fit that size, fabulous. But all of these places I'm mentioning have good quality ones. So if you've got a 34 rib cage and a F cup, you can find them at Her Room or Dormy or Nordstrom's. And if your boutique doesn't have your size, they can probably order it. Board bras are fabulous. And the other thing for people who aren't familiar there are specialized equine rider bras, like the yes. undergarments yes. that we use for riding are mm-hmm. so amazing because part of it is comfort. Part of it is not screwing around with the straps. Part of it is support because you're running. And part of what you're doing as an exhibitor, as a handler, whatever, is presenting a very quiet appearance. Yes. And so the only thing that should bounce is the dog's hair. So we need to as be- gently as I can do this, girls. I'm just saying, <laughs> free willy is not a thing. <laughs> yes, yes. So indeed, and you know we've all been there, and hopefully we have a village that tells us you need something else. So- and I want to make very, very clear: none of this is to be unkind or unpleasant. We are trying to be helpful, and as yes. a judge. It is not my job to worry about who's got bouncing boobies, but it is hard at times to concentrate on what you're trying to see with the dog. That's just a fact. Everything that we can do as exhibitors that keeps us quiet and behind the scenes and not distracting from the dog is a thing we should do. Right. And it doesn't matter what size you are, you can get good supportive bras. The other items, you know, you talked about foundation wear, pantyhose, shapewear. Those are options for some people. Just a note, most St. John knitwear skirts are see-through. So if you're wearing one, you might want to consider a flip. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Just because it's a knit doesn't mean it's not see-through. So, you know, I take skirts and I hold them up to windows. And if you need to do that beforehand or ask a friend, Slips are getting harder to find, but it is all what the- is that about? You're a fashion queen. Tell me why you can't I have a slip that is too small because I can't find one anymore to find anywhere. 
people aren't dressing up as much, you know, there's mm. just a lot of folks moved to home offices with COVID and they are harder to find. I didn't they wear a bra to- for three years, man. Tell me, I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 it's facts. Just facts. Here we are on Zoom. What do you see, you know, people? You know, that's right. That's right. Exactly. Hey, yeah. You know, the whole short thing. Uh, pajama bottom. Yeah. So the places I've mentioned, Her Room, Adora Me, Nordstrom's, they have slips. You probably could also okay. find one at a bridal boutique mm-hmm. in your area. How uh, do you feel about various shapewear? And do you have brand preferences or recommendations? I am a person who definitely and frantically needs shapewear, but I can't just because of my own personal health issues, squishing my guts is a bad thing. So finding ways to work in that solution. I don't have a favorite brand. I personally only exhibit on the, oh crap, my dog won and I wasn't expecting it to. And now I have two. Can you run a dog in real quick? So if you see me running out of my booth and that's happened sometimes. So I don't show enough I don't have an opinion on brands. I hear about different brands mm-hmm. that are out there. There are now shapewear where there's underwear that has control panels, so you don't have to do the whole thing. I do like kind of the boy shorts or the shapewear that come down part thigh because yeah. I've had a number of customers come in and go, the reason I never wear a skirt anymore is because I fell in the ring one time and showed everything. <laughs> So those shorts are really helpful for that. I will not wear a skirt without basically shorts, either bicycle shorts or a little short thingy watsits underneath. And that's, you know, it's just a thing. When a handler friend said to me at one point, any number of years ago, bend your knees. It's a dog show, not a cat show. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's the kind of thing that just kind of brings you up by the, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We see that occasionally, and so you just want to avoid that. What I would say (laughs) is you want to look for something that they can tend to roll down certain brands at the top. Actually, the ones the worst is the ones that roll up on the legs. On the legs. Nuts. Nuts. Yeah. Finding the ones that don't roll up on the leg, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So they have ones that are like a bib that come underneath the bra, Mm -hmm. that's going to be a personal preference. I would go try some on Mm -hmm. if you can. Mm -hmm. If not, I would check carefully at the return policy on these stores and make sure you don't order it on a weekend. You're at a dog show and miss that three-day window to return it. Been there, done that. So try different ones out and see what works for you. Yeah, and Shapewear, I don't have brand specific. but Okay, okay. One last piece while we're thinking about various and sundry things. A lot of women, a lot of young women even particularly, have gone to no hosiery, just given up on nylon, which I have to admit, I'm falling in that category every now and then. And so then you are left with shoes and sweaty feet. And so my recommendation on that is gold bond powder, better even Mm -hmm. than baby powder, medicated gold bond powder that will keep your feet from sticking to your shoes. Oh, and less obnoxious than the little foot thingies that roll down and make you crazy. The other thing I would say is if you really hate pantyhose, you can wear slacks, ladies. You're going to have a whole episode on if you're allowed to wear pants. Thank you, because I want to talk about that. (laughs) That's going to be our next episode, y'all. We're out of time for today, but our next episode is, yes, you may wear pants at the dog show. 
Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, Veronica, thank you so much. It's been great fun. I'm looking forward to having a few more of these conversations with you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a good day. As always, if you have any questions or input, we'd love to hear from you. The show notes and links to resources on today's topic are available at puredogtalk.com. Drop us a note in the comments or email to laura at puredogtalk.com. Remember, guys, this podcast is for you. So if you want to know something, give me a holler. We'll do a podcast for you. If you wouldn't mind, you could help me out here. Take a couple minutes to visit iTunes and give us a review. The Dog Show Superintendents Association is a proud supporter of Pure Dog Talk. Our dog show superintendents are the hardworking people who make the dog show function. They are advocates for education and mentorship in the purebred dog fancy. So stop by the Supers desk at your next show. Tell them how much you love Pure Dog Talk and give them a shout out for their support. That's all for today. Thank you for joining us on Pure Dog Talk.